Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go on a Thursday now, January the 9th, 2020. Welcome into the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. It is time to make it rain as we will take a look here at uh, a lot going on. Uh, Another uh, 54 college hoops games on board here tonight. We've got uh, 12 uh, NHL games. And, of course, uh, we got uh, another uh, slow um, I think it's six games here in the NBA, four games here in the uh, in the NBA tonight. So there are some opportunities on the board because don't forget the Sony Open, the PGA Tour season will start here today. So some uh, matchups you may want to get in. Good thing about golf in Hawaii is that if you're on the East Coast, you don't have to worry about getting your plays in there until at least uh, four or five o'clock. So you sure. uh, you got some time there. Love that. And that means late night TV if you can't sleep. You got some golf. You got some Sony Open uh, to watch where the big boys are going to uh, go at it here. Looking forward to the start of the uh, PGA Tour season. But uh, this is uh, yesterday was interesting from the standpoint of a lot of drama in the NBA, a lot of punches thrown, uh, players being called uh, slugs, thugs, whatever that is, whatever's going on there. Looking for a reason to get rid of the old man, I guess. Uh, But. The thing that stuck out to me yesterday is I had an opportunity and I was wondering what this was going to be like. We had two introduction press conferences yesterday for new NFL coaches, new old NFL coaches anyway. So Dallas and Jerry, of course, you know, a lot of fanfare, you know, everybody coming in and and here's Mike McCarthy, everyone. And uh, okay, ready to rock and roll. But I was real curious to see. Uh, what Matt Rule was going to do up at the uh, podium in his uh, very first uh, presser. Because uh, I think you can learn a lot from, especially guys that a lot of the country, if you don't follow, you know, Waco, Texas, and Baylor Baylor football, you probably don't know what the hype was around this guy. You're like, Matt Rule, why is everyone... And I got to tell you, handling the media is... It's not college. It's not Waco. it's, It's the NFL. So... You can tell a lot by a coach with how he addresses the media for the first time, especially a media group that, what do you know? You know, who are you, dude? Uh, And I got to tell you, I watched for about a half hour of this press conference, and all I wanted to do uh, was get up and go play for Matt Rule when it was all said and done. Uh, Just listen to what he had, how it came across on talking about how excited he is to be now a member of the Carolina Panthers. I want to make sure that the game is played the right way each and every day, not just in the games, but on the practice field, in the meeting rooms. I want to make sure that we honor this game that's given so much to us and that we build a team that cares about each other, that plays hard for each other. And I think that all starts with me. So as I sit here and I accept this tremendous opportunity, I just want you to know that I will work tirelessly each day to bring you guys a championship, to bring you a championship. 
because that's what this region deserves. And that's what the players who came before us deserve. And that's what the guys in that locker room, as, as I've had a chance to meet them, that's what they deserve. All right, pass me the donation basket here. I'm ready to rock and roll. Like, I am, I'm ready to go. I'm sold on, uh, on Matt Rule. Like, his entire press conference, intro- from laying it all out and then the question, the Q&A, where introduces himself to each one of the local media members. I right. mean, it was, when it was all said and done, if you didn't know who Matt Rule was or didn't understand, you understand. I mean, this um, he is very well polished, Dane, better than I thought uh, with so many guys blowing the whole media thing. Um, I think what you see is what you get with him, and that's uh, that's pretty good news for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates here on Make It Rain. Um, is it possible, Joe, to be a combination of – the passion of Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. the accountability of Mike Tomlin, and mm-hmm. the respectful excitement of Tim Tebow. Yeah, it, that's that's good. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, that's what I get. That's what yep. I get out of it, right? There's an mm-hmm. obvious passion for this work. You know, it just oozes from him, right? Um, and that gives me like a, 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 a Harbaugh kind of thing. Like, who's yep. luckier than us? Nobody. You know what I mean? I hear like it starts with me, right? Mm-hmm. Right away. You know, and that to me is like Tomlin, the standard is the standard. We got to get better. No excuses kind of thing. And then you mentioned like addressing the reporters by their first name, wanting to Mm -hmm. build a bond and and like the enthusiasm, just like an excitement to get going that it it reeked of Tebow to me, but still in a kind of like aw shucks way, you know. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, Joe, uh, I'll run through a wall. Authenticity, I thought, is what came across like authentic. Like there was. Yeah, no, it was real. Authentic, you know, and that's. That's why I say guys like Harbaugh and and Tebow, because they do it, but it's not contrived. Like, that is their DNA. You know what I mean? And so I buy that. And, Joe, a year ago at this time, the Jets introduced the head coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And we thought he was literally high on coke. Mm Mm-hmm. And exactly. this guy, instead, right, we're on some, yo, where's a wall? I'll run through it. So, uh, yes, uh, when mm-hmm. you compare them, they are different. This guy reeks like a football coach that I would want in my kid's living room, right, recruiting yes. him. Yep. My only question is how does that translate to grown men? Does it get stale? Does right. it get tired? But to start, giddy up. Let's go. I, you know, I think you've got a better chance of alienating players being a Harbaugh type of attitude than you do with what this guy did. Because, listen, players are uh, the, the thing that they want more than anything else is just be real. Just be real with them, you know, get their back. And, man, his the dancing he did, Dane, when they asked him about and maybe that was the most impressive thing about Cam Newton. Um, <clears throat> priceless. I mean, absolutely priceless on what his answer was about that yeah um and and to be to be quite fair i probably haven't had a chance with regards to really any player to Mm, get to talk to uh to marty and mr tepper in terms of long-term vision so i i would never want to speak out of school or uneducatedly um what i will say is this you know i had a chance to talk to cam yesterday and i have the utmost respect for for him and what he's done and i love the way he talked to me to be quite honest he didn't want he didn't want to talk about the past he wanted to talk about the future and so um 
But other than that, I, you know, I would rather, much rather talk to those guys and kind of get a feel for not just Cam, but all the players in the roster and, and really have a good process moving forward for the entire roster. Mm-hmm. That, that's money, Dan. You can't teach that. Yeah. You cannot it's hard to say a lot that. of stuff and not say anything. And, not, and, and you know what? Be okay with it. Be like, all right, good. That's it. That's it. You didn't answer my question, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. he is, uh, he's worth the hype, guys. Whether it translates to wins, we don't know, but I'll watch his press conferences. Let's make it rain next. <laughs> DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, so we got uh, we we got a little update too as far as the Browns uh, continued search for uh, for their leader, and it does appear that um, well, at least reports are now that uh, we know that uh, Schwartz was uh, was in town. Um, interviewing there and yep. there are leaks coming out and it's hard to believe that leaks would ever come out of um, Cleveland Who knew? because you know that doesn't uh, know that but You're fired if so you they, leak. yeah they had Schwartz right so they're gonna have Stefanski today and then of course Josh McDaniels tomorrow and it, it keeps being reiterated in leak guys that they will pick a coach by Saturday Cleveland will not go past Saturday so whatever it is Saturday is going to be the day, which, again, you have to wonder are, if it's going to be McDaniels anyway, why in the hell did you, why are you wasting everybody else's time? Just do it. You've already filled your right, your Rooney quota, right? And that whatever all the team's got to worry about. So there is a lot of talk and even from people inside where they figure McDaniels at best is a 50-50 shot and they keep referring to, as other teams have, that the reason the Giants um, didn't bother bringing him in or anybody else, for really, for that matter, they still have a really bad taste in their mouth with the way it ended with the Colts and what he did. Right. And I he don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. I don't, listen, I do not blame them. If, if he seriously wants this gig, right? I mean, if he really is, to me, not only do you have to get past that whole, uh, you know, ex- explanation with the uh, yeah. the way you did the cult dirty like that. Um, and you've got to sell. You've got to sell Podesta on the fact that you can make Baker Mayfield into the next uh, Tom Brady. That, to me, is his only shot. So the fact that it's only 50-50 and you're the last dude before they make the decision. Yeah. Um, that just tells me they're trying to make sure that, you know, they there's really not something wants- better. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, good crap. You know what I mean? Already the ball's against you. But I don't blame them. I, and we said it, you know, at the time last year when, when we were talking about, like, how do you recover in the job world, in your industry? Right. Like, when word right. gets around that you just screwed the Indianapolis Colts the way you did? Um, I mean, this isn't Bill Belichick, you know, saying the Jets. Wait a like, second, I'll take Joe. 
Yeah. Wait a second. Bill Belichick did that. He learned that no. from Bill. Remember no, when but Bill, Bill wasn't I'm Bill no longer was... HC of New York J? Right. Yeah, but Bill went to be another head coach. Like, McDaniels went back to being an OC. So, Bill, you know, the his, chan- his chances of actually becoming another head coach, you know, it would be one thing if he turned down Indy and said, hey, Belichick's retired. I'm going back to be the head coach in New England. Like, dude, you went back to being an OC, and now you think you're going to hit the job circuit? And, you know, I thought the Giants was very telling the fact that with Daniel Jones, they didn't even bring you in, dude. They weren't even in. They brought your special teams dude in and not you. And I'm telling you, it's all because if I can't trust the head coach to actually, you know, do the right. How how am I going to trust him with my quarterback, much less the, the entire organization? I don't know that he gets hired this year. I really don't. I'll be very interested to see what happens on Saturday if they choose him. Yeah, I, th- I think that is interesting. I still believe, though, Joe, you're right. I mean, he, he took another head coaching job, Bill, uh, whatever it was at this point, what, 20 years ago, right? But the fact remains, Bill Belichick also made a commitment to an NFL organization and then backtracked. He did, okay? And he did it by facts. Okay, so McDaniels learned that also, maybe, from Bill. And, 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 to your point, like, how do you still like it sours you in the job market? The rest of the organizations are like, whoa, I don't know if this guy understands commitment after McDaniels did that with the Colts uh, last year. But I would say this. I honestly believe Belichick did the same exact thing to the New York Jets about 20 years ago. My question is this with the Browns. You mentioned, Joe, accurately so, in my opinion, that job number one of whoever they bring in has to be to develop Baker Mayfield. That's what we say all the time, right, when there's a young quarterback there. So how does how does Schwartz or another like defensive side of the ball guy, how does he fill that need? Right. Like if that's your thing, even Gaze was brought in to develop Darnold. Right. Like that's job one when you have these new hopeful franchise quarterbacks. How does Schwartz then do that? How does he convince the Podesta that I'm the guy when what we have to do is, you know, enhance and, and grow this potential franchise quarterback? Well, he's coming. I, I'm saying from McDaniel's standpoint, the only thing that can overcome you screwing over another NFL team two years ago is you've got to sell that you're that guy for Baker Mayfield Schwartz. It's a totally different. It's a totally different interview because Schwartz's job is saying, listen, we're going to do everything and everything we can to bring in the guys to develop Baker Mayfield. But this organization is a dumpster fire. Like you've got so much talent on this roster that is not being harnessed. Everyone is all over the place. The players are, you know, the inmates are running the asylum. Schwartz has got to sell it from the standpoint of, listen, you've got how many number ones on that defense? There is no reason why the Browns should not have the number one damn defense in the league, period. I mean, period. There should be no reason why. I don't think, you know, and if I'm Schwartz, I'm going, there's, you know, the helmet incident, but that doesn't happen if I'm there. You know what I mean? That's the kind of. That's right. the approach I would take if I'm Schwartz going, listen, we're going to do everything. No stun and turn. We're going to make Bay. We're going to do everything we can to get Baker squared. But we're also going to have the number one damn defense, not only in the AFC. We're going to have it because let's face it. I think right now everyone understands defenses. Defenses are going to help you win, especially in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. You better have a number one defense. There's no reason they should be getting lit up by for 40 points by anybody, much less somebody like Cincinnati. So I think there's an opportunity for him to do that. But McDaniels, you got one shot, dude. You ain't going to sell him right. on your loyalty. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because you've 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 lost that card because of your previous actions. Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. mean it more, Joe. Like when we were talking about Dallas, right? Right. We were saying not from the coach's perspective, but from the team, or in this case Jerry's perspective, right? Sure. That Dallas would want a guy we thought that was really a yes man, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm saying more is that Cleveland, their priority number one should be to get a guy who can develop Baker. Okay, right. not like that. That's how Schwartz will try to sell himself in the interview. I get that. I agree with you. I'm saying right. shouldn't Cleveland be looking as its top priority for a guy who can develop Baker? That's what I think. And then if right. that's the case, how does Schwartz become the front runner in that scenario? If that's the biggest need, I hear you. They can say Schwartz can say, listen. I've got my own coaching tree. I've got some guys I'll bring in, and, you know, I got my quarterback whisperer in my back pocket. It's all good. Right. And I understand that. That's probably what he'll say. And he is an adult in the room, respected all that. I just think if I was D Podesta and Cleveland, the top-ranking priority for me in this job search would be to get a guy that can make Baker realize Baker's potential. I, I would also say this. Like, you, you had the right guy in the building – to bring along Baker, who was bringing along Baker. You had a combination of Greg Williams uh, being the, author, you know, the, the guy in the front, the adult controlling room, getting respect. And you had a dude by the name of Ken Zampezi as the quarterback's coach, guys, that mm -hmm. brought him to the point where he was. It wasn't mm -hmm. Freddie Kitchens. It was Ken Zampezi, and everybody knew it. And then, of right. course, Zampezi's like, you got to be kidding me. So he takes off. So that's how you approach it is that, listen, we, we'll get the guys he needs. You had the damn dude that would have, you know, how good would Baker have been if you left Greg Williams in there and let Zampezi do his thing? I, oh, I agree with that. That's the I real thing that. to me. Remember, get the guys in there the that are going to help him. Half of last year. You know, right. in the second half of last year when Greg Williams was the interim head yeah. coach or whatever, you know, like they, they were they were better. Um, oh, I did, so I, I buy that. I just wonder, Joe, like I said, what is priority number one for Dee Podesta, you know, in, yeah. in the in the profile of the coach that he's looking for? I'm just so lost with the if if you're now he's Ohio. I think he's from Ohio, too. Right. Correct. So he, he's a guy definitely. that's going to be from Ohio. And also because it's the last coaching job. They might right. be able to lowball him and get him. You know what I mean, Dan? It could be a uh, – no no and it's – everybody at least is starting to make it seem like if they offer him a sandwich and, uh, you know, a bunch of iced coffee, he'd be on his way. So what about the idea that he is only like one year away from taking over New England? That's, see, that's the unknown to me. You know, what it, does Bill Belichick Maybe leave this? Josh McDaniels are having conversations also where Bill, in an honest moment, to McDaniels is like, eh, the window's closing. <laughs> Just sit and tight. And does he leave with Brady? God, that, what a lot of that was. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount.
All right, welcome back in. Uh, it is time to make it rain here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. And it's also time for you to find us on YouTube. Sports Grid Network is where you can subscribe and hit that little bell in the upper right-hand corner. Never miss an episode. Get all the fantasy and all the sports wagering advice you need all the time here at YouTube at the Sports Grid Network. Also, make sure you tell us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Uh, all the great uh, highlights and clips, uh, all good stuff there. Great follow picks, everything that you might have missed during the day, you can find on Instagram along with a uh, an entire biography from Tom Brady, which we'll get to here in a minute. But want to let you guys know, it is golf season here, starting the Sony Open here today. And if you want to be the next daily fantasy golf legend, then go for the green. All right, put that three wood away. Get out the driver. Go to dailyroto.com and dominate this fantasy golf season. And right now, for a limited time, you can get a free access, guys, free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS products, including fantasy projections, of course, powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools that they have, and my favorite, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. So forget about laying up, guys. Go for the green with Daily Roto today. Just head over to DailyRoto.com, enter that promo code GREEN. And you'll get access to a free seven-day golf membership. Take it for a test drive, guys. I'm telling you, the optimizer alone is worth it. And you can do it right now before the Sony Open even starts later today. Go to DailyRoto.com. Promo code is GREEN. Get that free seven-day trial. And remember that DailyRoto.com, it is where millionaires are made. And we had mentioned, uh, you know, Dane, the um, – Yesterday with uh, Tom Brady and just total Tom Brady fashion uh, gives us on uh, um, Instagram here. And, uh, of course, you can't fit it all uh, on the Instagram because you had to keep scrolling down like nine pages (laughs) on Instagram. But we condensed it for you so you have an idea here of Tom Brady's groveling. I don't know what to make it. I just wish once. Like guys like Tom Brady or somebody would just be like, all right, guys, this is, um, you know, here's what I'm thinking. What's going He's quoting Teddy Roosevelt in this damn thing. Right. He's thanking everybody from the guy who cuts the lawn to the, you know, the guy who deflates footballs to, you know, the guy who illegally tapes. The, I mean, he's basically right. um, if I've ever seen a goodbye letter, it it just felt and then he ends it with the, I know I still have more to prove. Like, what the hell does that mean? You have more to prove. What are you proving? Like, what are you talking about? Like, stop speaking in code and just tell people, are you staying? Are you going? Do you want? Nowhere on here does it say, I want to be a patriot for a lot. I don't want to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Not that I'm going to take time with my family. Nothing. Just that I still have more to prove. And here's a couple of crazy quotes about Teddy Roosevelt. Like, dude, what are you doing? It's so Tom Brady. It drives me absolutely nuts. Like, you just wrote it. It's like an obituary here, man. I mean, if I'm a Patriot fan, I'm going, it's over, guys. He's not coming back. It's done. It looks like a final goodbye. This looks like, you know, you know when sometimes people take like an ad out in the paper, you know, afterwards to like thank the fans. That's what this looks like. Right. That's what this looks like. This looks like I'm riding off into the sunset, to be quite honest. If there wasn't that one line of I've got more to prove, Joe. Right. right? Without that, you take that two lines out. This is straight up a retirement letter. Right. This is a goodbye. Or a goodbye, with, right? Exactly. It, with the, or it's either a goodbye to New England or a ride off into the sunset letter with the, like, one exception of the I've got more to prove thing, right? right. So right. 
maybe he is biding his time. You know, maybe he wants the Patriots to act first. You know what I mean? Because he is – it's the same as like Jason Garrett on some level, right? The contract is up. <laughs> you know, so what are they going to do? Maybe he wants to like put the ball in New England's court. Yeah, it's it really does feel, guys, like it, it's – I don't know. Tom Brady's been doing this a long time, guys. I don't yeah. ever remember an end of a season where he posts a thank you note to the fan and talks about, like, never. Like, usually it'll be a post like, all right, we're going to crush it next year or something along those lines. You know, I got uh, I got a long, you know, letter here of just how, you know, the feeling. Anytime you got the word feelings and thank you and reflection and what the hell are you talking about, Tom Brady? Either you're coming back or you're not coming back. It's that simple. Maybe it's not that simple. One of the things I have said and what is still undecided, maybe until Saturday, is maybe Brady really wants to know if his boy McDaniels is going to be there or not. You know what I mean, Joe? Like, there's still some unanswered questions. I don't know how. And listen, if that's the case, if these two are inseparable and they are stuck at the hip of one another, right? then, you know, it, it, the chances of Daniels taking that job in Cleveland, if he's not offered, I mean, what is Daniels going to do? Is he going to leave with Tom Brady if he leaves? No, I, I see. Like, this is what I'm holding out. Because I don't see Brady. That, yeah. I don't see that relationship being one way. I don't see Brady doing what, you know, he needs to do with the idea of what Josh McDaniels is going to do. Because I am fairly certain Josh McDaniels, he's going to get the hell away from Tom Brady the first chance he gets if it's a head coaching job. So I I don't know how McDaniels said it. We just said it, though. It's only a 50% chance McDaniels is going to get that job, you're saying, right? Right. right, So we don't know, right? Like, and McDaniels doesn't know. Okay, you know, so maybe Brady is waiting for that shoe to drop, you know, and I understand what you're saying. McDaniels might get away the first chance he gets, but he may not get offered the job, (laughs) you know, and then in that scenario, maybe maybe Brady is like, all right, I'll take one last ride with the full crew, but maybe Brady's making the calculation. It doesn't make sense for me to try with New England if I don't have. My play caller, my OC, and maybe that I don't know, Joe, but maybe that changes the equation just enough that he's got to put out something, you know, weak and on the fence like this right now. Yeah, well, if he's uh, if he's on the fence uh, right now, then he should, uh, you know, the the mayor of Boston has a message for him. You know, this is serious business here. I mean, Tom Brady's not done yet. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know how many times he has to prove to everyone he's the greatest of all time. Uh Uh, Uh But, you know, Uh his next chapter of proving it, it better be wearing a number 12 Patriots jersey. That's all I can say. And, you know, we're thinking that we were talking to City Hall yesterday about what we could do. And, yeah. You know, we th- we thought of simple things like renaming the, the Hancock and the Prudential both after Brady. And uh, <laughs> wait a minute, we, I can't, we, wait, both buildings though that would be confusing to people. Yeah, wait. you put one and one and two on one. You know, number one or okay, one. Okay, Brady two one. Yeah, I have a meeting today uh-huh. at Brady one or something. Yeah. The damn mayor, uh, courtesy of EEI, uh, the damn mayor is talking about the two two of the most iconic buildings in Boston. Now, if this doesn't sound like a damn re- like gold watch retirement or like you know le- it's like legend. Is this guy up for re-election by any chance? Crap you do when a dude dies. It's not right. the kind of crap that you do 
trying to say right. it blows me never away statues and stuff like that for people who are still alive see joe paterno but in any event um yeah i think this guy is just up for re-election <laughs> to be quite honest and he's I, just on some like you it's get crazy. Votes. It's but crazy. i i i don't get it you're right and listen don't get me wrong Okay, Tom Brady is clearly one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's clearly an icon in that city. But then, you know, what is Larry Larry Bird, or 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 uh, you know, or David Ortiz, or you know, like one of these one of these other sport icons in the city get Ted Williams, you know, that sort of thing. But in any event, I because think he may very well play next year if he plays right. next year. You can't have two buildings like you can't like it's not New England. I, I wish Tom Brady would just for once rip the bandaid off and be like, guys, I would. I, I'm going to. Here's a simple thing. I'm ready. One one tweet out. I'm going to explore my options over the next couple of months. Stand by. I'll, I'll let you. I'll keep you guys in a loop once I know. That's all. Say or it. I have to talk to my family and reflect. Yeah, exactly. uh, it's going to be. It's so close to this tough loss. I need to get on a beach somewhere with Giselle, have, process it, hash it out. Uh, enjoy enjoy the yeah, people, everybody. Exactly. Happy Valentine's Day. I'll talk yep. to you in March or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know what? None of us, Dane, meeting, nobody would be like, all right, Tom, you know what? You do what you want. We all know it's a business. We know it's it's going to come to, if it's dollars and cents, we all understand that, man. It's not a big deal. You got to figure it out. A lot of question marks. But the whole, you know, Teddy Roosevelt, and I want to thank, uh, you know, the guys in the, t- basically, you've just given, the, you're just telling the fans in a roundabout way, don't expect me back, guys. It's been a great run. Um, and I think that's just Bush League, man. It's You could have written this letter once you made the decision if you were leaving. And we're all good to go. And we're all good to for go. Two months, right? Yep. Exactly. And we're all good to go. You know what, Joe? Remember, I think it was like week 16. Uh, you said, remember uh, the Ford uh, family came yes. out and said about Patricia? Like, yes. and you Very take with time. Mm-hmm. Right. But that, that coming out and saying that, like, got out in front of it, provided Patricia cover. Right? So that no one would ask him the damn question. Right? This is the exact opposite, Joe, right? This is the exact opposite. This is not like, don't ask me the questions anymore. Like, let's just kick the can down the road, provide cover. This, all this does is generate more questions. And like what we're talking about is, you know, if he said, hey, I'm going to go to the Bahamas with Giselle for a month, you'll you'll know then. (laughs) Um, That would be like providing cover. Don't talk to me about it for a little while. This yeah. is the complete opposite. This just keeps it up as an open question. I wonder, though, Joe, just like Cleveland's making a decision on Saturday, I wonder how much McDaniels has to do with it. So you know as well as I know that, uh, of course, once uh, once this thing hit yesterday on Instagram, right, and the whole world got a hold of it, um, the odds popped up. Where will Tom Brady land in the book's the numbers are out, guys. So if you want to know where the books think Tom Brady's going to land, we'll, we'll give you those next. There's a couple of intriguing options for him. Maybe a future ticket uh, in our future here, Dane, on one or two of these teams. Because the numbers are pretty profitable. There's, there's some value here. We'll give you those numbers. We'll do that coming up next. Or you DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. going on there as uh, Tom Brady says goodbye yesterday on uh, on Instagram and Patriot fans are still in denial acting as if now he'll be back hell the mayor's offering to rename the entire city uh, after Tom Brady apparently really? uh, as long as he stays and then they're all acting like they're going to be pissed off if he leaves like how dare you leave yeah okay like the dude well, what else do you want him to do for you exactly but as soon as that hit the numbers came out uh, from the sports books yesterday as far as the futures go. Where will Tom Brady play next year? And I don't think it's a shock that the uh, it's been rumored, of course, the Chargers opening up a new stadium in L.A. He is an L.A. guy, is a California guy, rather. He um, Philip Rivers has been rumored to go to the Colts and reunite with uh, with Frank Reich. So. I get that. That's kind of that's two to one right now, but it's the second and third choice right now. I think is fascinating. The Even Chargers the, the, are two to one. The Chargers are two to one right now. So the Cowboys wow. are seven to one, as are the Colts and the Raiders. So okay. there's this middle ground here: Raiders, Cowboys, Colts. Okay. That uh, that apparently at seven to one. I mean, that's that's some decent value and. Would Jerry do it? You got a new veteran coach in Mike McCarthy. Jerry wants to win now, period. If he's not sold on Dak, if McCarthy's not sold on Dak, right. if you think you can win now with that, you know, aging offensive line and everything else, do you? would you pull the trigger? Would, would it surprise you if he pulled the trigger? Uh, somewhat, yes. Somewhat. Because similar to what I've said before, Joe, in the idea that Kingsbury in the interview process had to outline his plan about Kyler Murray in the Mm. same way that Bruce Arians, when he was interviewing, had to outline his plan with Jameis Winston. I think uh, McCarthy had to outline what they were going to do with Dak already. And this was done already, I think, before this Tom Brady stuff is happening, because Tom Brady could have still been playing here. Right. So I don't know. Um, And then that would put Dak on the merry-go-round, which is real interesting. And I also I mean, I think for. Brady, it would have to be a place where the connections are clear, either the Mm. home thing with California or like under a coach who is part of the Belichick tree, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Right. I think it would have to be a safe, comfortable landing place. I think there's too much new and unknown in Dallas for Brady to be comfortable with it. What? Well, I I get that. I know why the Chargers would want it. Makes total sense. New stadium seats. I get it. You're going to sell a bunch of merch. I get it. Uh, The Raiders also, I get it. Make ton of sense. Uh, I could see being the guy to open up the new Vegas building and Gruden and him go way back anyway. So I could see him. I also think a part of Brady is going, he wants to go to a contender, right? And if you're Indy, who's sitting at seven to one, right? Indy is a contender, guys. Indy has a roster that is going to contend. 
Would yes. you rather Philip Rivers or Tom Brady? If I was Indy? Well, the thing is that that's Frank Reich's call, right? And he has the experience well, I mean, and the you got Ballard there at the GM. I mean, if you're a GM of the Colts, who the hell would you rather? If you're going to make a play for a 38, not, you know, an old quarterback, who the hell would you rather have? Right, but Joe, we, we see all the time the idea of, like, the coaching tree and the experience and, like, oh, he was this guy. I wonder if Reich is looking at Rivers as, like, we've worked together before. I wonder if that's the biggest, like, if that's the trump card. You know what I mean? Like, we know him, the familiarity. And a lot of these moves, it's people who have experience together from previous stops. So on its face, yeah, in a vacuum, yes, I'd rather have Brady than Rivers. I wonder if in Frank Reich's mind, the idea of, oh, I'm, I've worked with him before, we know each other, that sort of thing, if that, how important is that? Can I ask you, though, in these odds, Joe? What are the Patriots? If the Chargers are two to one, I would say the Patriots have to still be the favorite, right? Not even on it. Not even listed. They don't so that's even weird, list. Joe. Yep. That's weird. They don't even list them because I that's think it's weird. a foregone conclusion. And again, that it's set up as you know, if he's not coming back to the Patriots, where is he going? So, so if uh, not New England, because I would have New England still as the favorite over even the Chargers if that's the first choice here. I don't. I, to me, first of all, he doesn't have any connection to the Chargers outside of being from California. California. He, Anthony right. Lynn's got not that no I know connection of. to him. Right? Not I mean, that he's I know got of, right. the Spanos fan? Like, absolutely no, not. Not that I know of. You're right. So he'd be doing them a favor. To go home. He'd be just trying he'd, to go exactly, home. Right. He'd be doing them a favor. I get – listen, Tom may may pretend, but I think Tom still loves the spotlight here. Would you agree with that? I yeah, think, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. This, this letter could have been after he made a decision. Exactly. What this does is yeah. keep him in the – It's. I mean, I, I'm not making this comparison, Joe, okay? But it's Antonio Brownish. It is, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's Staying the in the narrative when you don't really need to, right? Yes. Yes. Now, I'll throw no. another interesting one to you. There's two other interesting I ones that are on this list and listed. That one because, I'm going to throw too, but go ahead. You go first. Well, you got the Cowboys, right? You got the Raiders. You got the Chargers. You got the Colts. Yeah. All makes sense. I can see it. And if you're the Colts and you got to choose between a 40-year-old quarterback, do you want Rivers or do you want Brady? Who do you believe is going to fall off the cliff first? Or have they both? I mean, I would think they're both falling off they a cliff. So it's an interesting that's, that's dynamic. But what about, and these are the other three teams here at 10 to 1, 11 to 1. Uh, I'm sorry, three teams at 9 to 1. First team up, the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, David Tepper, who apparently, uh, listen, you don't have a quarterback on that roster right now that you believe is probably the future anyway. So. If you are going to move on from Cam and you need a year, you know what I Top mean, gap. to a bridge? Yeah. Could you imagine yeah. him with those receivers? Because I think we both agree they've got some weapons on that team. They don't have a quarterback. So, and, and I don't know how much money do you think Tepper would throw at Brady if he threw that much money at him? So, you want to talk about selling seats. And the other one. Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Bucks guys are also nine to one. He's already made it clear. I got no problem moving on for Jameis. Like, I got no problem. So, my mom is in it for the long haul. <laughs> you, yeah. know? I, you know what I'm saying? So, maybe a, as a dark horse, why not Tampa? Let me throw one more at you. Let me throw Go one ahead. more at you. We've seen this franchise do this exact same thing before. Uh oh. With Peyton Manning. What about the Denver Broncos, Joe? I, we said it last week, too. Uh, uh, like, 
We don't, is Drew Locke the answer? Maybe. Maybe. But I would not put it past a man like John Elway, like who did it before with Peyton Manning. He's like, hey, right off into the sunset with Von Miller helping you out. Right? I would not put it past a guy like John Elway to be like to 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 throw Tom Brady in and frame it even as Locke gets to learn for one more year under under the best. Twelve to one. Oh, okay, there are on the board, yeah. Yep, twelve to one. Right. Yep. Twelve to one. So I, you're right. If anybody is willing to to freewheel it and throw it, is it not Denver and that guy there? <laughs> Interesting enough, is Tennessee in your mind, is that not an option? Well, Joe, this is why, and we're going to do it, we have to go through the game and put them all on the damn quadrants here. Go stay, because we got to play it with Mariota, with Ted, because we got to see that. That will, like, create where we think the real openings are, right? Well, you mentioned what is relationship's important to him. He is yeah, best friends with Vrabel. Yeah. Vrabel is there. Um, it would be nice to have Derrick Henry to turn the ball and the ball what? off, too. Something he's uh, never had. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's never had a running back like that. What, like Corey Dillon or something like that back in the day? But yep. that would be interesting. Yes. And you got ascending wideouts like AJ Brown and Corey Davis. That would be. Yep. Adam Humphries is a Julian Edelman type. They have an emerging tight end as well, and John U. Smith. You know, Vrabel. You can probably culture-wise align with it. Um, that's interesting. Joe, here's what I'll say. We have a poll question up, all right? Mm -hmm. And it is that. What's Brady going to do, right? He said he has more left to prove. How or where will he prove it? 58% of the poll, Joe, says he stays with New England. 29% says he goes somewhere else. 13% says he retires. Um, I I, I find it hard. I I just don't know, Joe. I don't know that it makes sense. For what? What will he sign? A two-year deal? Does another yeah. franchise really want to see the demise of Tom Brady? I, Joe, I, I, he could still retire. He could still. I know he says he has nothing left to prove, but that was also a farewell letter. Like, is there odds for, like, nowhere? Like, they're just listing out the teams. Is there odds there for, like, the N, like NFL Network? <laughs> you <No>. know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, right. I know some, what you're saying there. Could he, well, I don't know why he writes that last sentence. In the why coaching. Why write that last sentence? Makes what? no sense. It, why write the last sentence if you're not coming right. back on any I, level? Why write makes, it? A lot of this doesn't make sense, Joe. A lot you know? of this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, what if what if he has something to prove in the broadcasting world or in the coaching world? If he is laying the foundation to get it out there now because he knows he's not coming back in the back of his mind, then okay, fine. But writing that, hey. Um, yeah. I still got a lot to prove like the, uh, all right. So that I'm one can only assume that you've got a, you're talking about football since you're, you're thanking everybody in the Patriots. So one can only assume you're, you're talking about on the football field. So if that's the case to me, I think by far, uh, could you imagine him with OJ Howard, Cameron Brait, Mike Evans, I mean, that could be the best offense he's ever had, period. Bar, you know, he knows how he loves those tight ends. But to me, you're talking about one of the most potent offenses in all of the NFL, coupled with a defense that's, they're going to be really good next year. Ah. And you, like you said, Bruce Arians is not here for a 10-year rebuild. They are right. not here for a 10-year rebuild. 
Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, yes, that's valid. You know, I, I also think he wrote that letter in a way that he has so many outs if he wants them, Joe. You know what I mean? He, he could in two months after he goes to freaking Turks and Caicos with Giselle, right? He can come back and say, after more time with my family and discussion, I've realized that it's time to move to the next chapter of my life. Like, he could do that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. This is still fresh for Brady. This is less than a week where he realized that the window closed for him. You know, I mean, he can still do whatever he damn well pleases. I think these odds are interesting, but the fact that New England isn't listed and the fact that there's outside of playing as a football player options also, whether it's broadcasting, whether it's coaching, whether who knows. Um, when is the last Hall of Fame quarterback that actually hit free agency? What, how long has it been since we've had a guy, Peyton, I guess, like Peyton, was he traded though? Peyton was traded. Wasn't I thought he? he was traded, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he traded? I thought I it was a sign so. and trade like with him. The Colts said, right. Um, right. I mean, Cousins was a free agent, but that's not at the level we're talking about. Right. Like Hall of Fame guy, like Hall of, Breeze. because quarterbacks usually Breeze? don't come available. Breeze. Hall of Fame. Breeze, right? Uh... Breeze. And he's but he was still young in his too. career. He wasn't a known Hall of Fame level quarterback. Right, exactly. Quarterback. Right, exactly. But the name I would think of. Um, like I mean, who you have to go Don back to what? Montana? Montana? Like that that Montana? that far back? Marino never became a free agent. Marino didn't go anywhere else. He just they, they, didn't they go threw anywhere. him out. Right. You know, especially Breeze. we're talking about a guy that people think can play. Like this Breeze. is a dude that people still think can play. Breeze would be my answer. But it was early in his career. It was early. And, you know, to your point, it's coming up, man. He, he's another guy, guys, that that contract. True. Two Hall of Fame say- quarterbacks on free, in the free agent market within a year of each other? Holy crap. It- I don't know. It's been a while. I mean, it's kind of uncharted territory. What the hell do you do with the greatest quarterback of all time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's only going to get crazier. Only going to get crazier, too. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. So the injuries uh, piling up for uh, Minnesota, which is not uh, great news uh, as the limits also start to get uh, through the roof here on uh, as we begin the 48 hour countdown here to uh, the NFL divisional playoff rounds. And that's always important because uh, right about now uh, and tomorrow and of course, right up to game day, you're looking at about one hundred thousand dollar limits here uh, from a betting perspective on these games and it's kind of the normal progression where they start slow, try to gauge what the interest is of the professionals. And then over the next uh, 48 hours, guys, you're going to get a really good idea 
with this line movement exactly where the pros are and where they're not uh, when you start getting into these $100,000 limit situations. So once they lift those, anything uh, anything can go. Sure. But feeling going down with an ankle injury now. You've got Diggs, who's been sick the last two days, hasn't yeah. practiced. Uh, they say he's going to go, but Thielen uh, was a hamstring. Now it's an ankle. Like the dude, yep. that's knee bones that's, connected to the hip bone. Yeah, that is tough, man. That is yeah. tough. And um, they're trying to play it down. But if he if that can't go, if he that's that's a problem. That's a problem for Minnesota. It would be a problem. The only thing that's buoyed is the fact that they dealt with him without him for a month in the regular season, right? So, uh, of course, and you saw what he did last week, right? Seven for 160, I believe. And interesting, Joe, that you're talking about the Minnesota Vikings. Because over the break, I thought about an answer to your previous question. Mm -hmm. And the man went to the Minnesota Vikings, Brett Favre. Oh, good call. Very cool. Brett Favre. Yes, Was at that level, right? He was a future Hall of Famer, and everyone knew it. Right. And he went to Minnesota. But that was interesting, too, because, you know, he had it in for the Packers at that point. Yeah, he did. So he purposely, like, did all 31 other teams really have a chance at him? Probably not. He was probably going to the Vikings or the Bears right at that point because of what was in Brett Favre's head. But he would be my answer. Favre. That's a great call. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of. It doesn't happen often. You know, quarterback no, positions, does, guys, not. especially the we upper thought, echelon, they don't leave. They don't. Joe, we thought even like a couple years ago when Cousins was on the open market as a free agent, that that was very rare, you know? And that was just exactly. a mid-level quarterback. That was just a mid-level yep. quarterback. Yeah, when you're getting Hall of Fame like Favre right. and Brady, it only Favre happens. would be my like, answer. Breeze is the other one. Breeze is coming, guys. That's coming. Yep. Well, I you got, got Rivers, too, if you think Rivers is a borderline Hall of Famer. Oh. Uh, Oh, that can be debated.